0: The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. The Broncos Blitz Podcast, news and analysis to help you be a better Broncos fan. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook app. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K. Radio. That's at. R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K radio on Twitter. And, of course, you can email the podcast, RonnieK at MileHighSports.com. Want to wrap up training camp? You know, because uh, training camp has officially come to an end and the Broncos are now in their actual regular season practice. And so I thought I would review the highs, the lows of training camp and where the Denver Broncos stand as they, well, coming in on, uh, what, T-minus two weeks? Before we start to think about uh, the Tennessee Titans on Monday night, so I want to get into that today on the podcast. But first, want to mention, of course, that uh, you can follow the podcast and uh, listen to previous archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast at MileHighsports.com. That is where we keep the podcast, of course, on the many different locations where you can find the podcast Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, milehighsports.com I'm always tweeting out the podcast as well, too, so you can follow me at Ronnie K. Radio. And of course, like like I mentioned if you want to submit a question or anything for the Broncos Blitz podcast, utilize that email Ronnie K at milehighsports.com. So training camp started with a lot of buzz. I want to go all the way back to the beginning of training camp, which was kind of a weird time because if you remember last year, the Denver Broncos had the obvious mini camp and the the extra week of training camp because they had the extra game for preseason. So training camp started much later this year and in in general I think there was a lot of buzz there was a lot of excitement there was a lot of intrigue with the young players Drew Locke Jerry Judy the newly traded four veterans and Jarrell Casey AJ Boye and I think immediately that was our focus was to check out these new cats and see if they could ball and it became very obvious right away the person who really became the MVP of training camp we'll just give it to him right now he's the new kid and that's Jerry Judy he is as good as advertised Jerry Judy's footwork was phenomenal throughout the entirety of camp caught passes and really made plays throughout and uh, more than anything started to make some of the top secondary members of the Denver Broncos work really hard to stay with him And that will really show you where he kind of is in the progress as far as developing into a pro. Oh, and by the way, he's never even played a down in the NFL. He is that good. And so I think if you're the Broncos and you're Bronco fans, you're looking at this and saying, boy, he is as good as advertised and will be that instant jolt of offense that you're looking for. Because, you know, there's always with the first overall pick or the first round pick for you, the first overall for the team. There's always this sense of uh, needing instant gratification, I think, as a fan base, or needing instant success to try to validate it. And when you don't see that, that's why I think a lot of people were a little hot-cold on Noah Fant. You know, He was a little hit-and-miss last year, and as a first-round pick, you're looking for somebody who comes right out of the gate firing. And I think you're going to see that from Jerry Judy. Right out of the gate within the first four weeks, I think you could see his first 100-yard game of the season, certainly his first couple touchdown catches. And I think you're going to see a big year, out of this kid. He is truly up to speed in the NFL because he has the fundamentals. He has the things that most wide receivers don't have when they come into the NFL. And that's the clean, crisp route running. That's the intelligence to get a corner, to feel uncomfortable. And he never gives you that same set as well too. And that's something that AJ Boye discussed a lot is, you know, every single time he lines up, it's a little different. And so he doesn't have a tendency to, to kind of read that corners kind of fall back on. Now, Look, it's certainly a small sample size. It's only been a couple of weeks. But certainly of training camp, that's a great thing to hear out of a rookie. And you're getting praise from some big-name veterans. And I think if you're a Broncos fan, you're very excited to check out Jerry Judy. Well, when you get started here in week one, just about two weeks away. I want to continue on this rookie class because they were really the focus, obviously, particularly on offense with KJ Hamler, now Hamler getting injured midway through training camp today, had the pads and the shells on, however, off to the side, not doing the full team drills. So, you know, maybe Vic Fangio wanting to to simulate a little bit of, hey, you are a part of the team and we need you to continue with the regular routine, but we will keep you on the side as a precaution as you work through the injury. But K.J. Hamler out of the gate also looked very good and somebody who I think is going to show off a little bit of underrated skill sets outside of the speed. That's all we talked about, right? When he was drafted out of Penn State, this kid brings speed, speed, acceleration, and a little bit more speed. Did I say he brings speed? Oh, he's a blur. And lastly, he brings speed. He's a fast guy but I think you're going to see a little bit of an underrated asset utilized with KJ Hamler. And that's when he's in the slot, the ability to find those crevices inside the defense. And that starts with intelligence. That starts with footwork in the idea that this kid can come out of the gate and be an impactful player, even when he doesn't have the football. And so particularly for the Broncos, this guy could be utilized as a weapon and, when you are you know trying to bring a a a offense with so many different weapons just by default to kind of get you that ability to to create mismatches denver has done that this offseason in uh putting together last year and then this year there have been so many great things put together by this Denver Broncos football team in bringing in the young speed, acceleration, uh, intelligence. Last year, the the size of Noah Fant, the explosiveness at the, the quarterback position of Drew Locke. And look, let's not forget Albert Okawabana in this year's draft class as well, too. And, you know, maybe some guys... Further down the line, a seventh-round pick in Tyree Cleveland, who has looked at good in the times that he has taken advantage of those opportunities. So certainly, look, there's a lot to like here if you are the Denver Broncos on offense. But I think the one thing that everybody wanted to focus on, and rightfully so, was the quarterback position. And that quarterback, of course, being Drew Locke. Drew Locke, a kid out of Missouri that had the big arm, SEC, tough kid, but can he play at the NFL level with a faster speed, guys that hit harder, defenses that are smarter, faster, whatever may be the case, and and can he be effective in an offense that leans on him? That's what I define as a franchise quarterback, is can you be dependent to win games yourself when you're leaned upon? That's not what Denver has had over the past couple years. That's not what they had in Paxton Lynch. That's not what they had in Joe Flacco. That's not what they had in Case Keenum. That's not what they had in Trevor Simeon. This feels like the guy that you can finally say, I can lean on. I don't hold my breath when he throws the football, and I think that's a tremendous, tremendous uh, upgrade at the quarterback position. Now, sample size was small. Five games. Sample size also happened to be against some pretty bad defenses. But make no mistake, you only play who's in front of you. And Drew Lock certainly, when playing in front of him, those players really showed you flashes of not greatness. And I don't think you know everybody's looking to find the next pa- Patrick Mahomes, right? The next generational talent. I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to say Drew Lock is a generational talent. That's that's too much of a a podium to put him on that then he then has to meet those expectations but I do believe this kid can be something in the NFL and I see potential and I see the opportunity of finding a franchise quarterback in this kid and I think if you're a Broncos fan uh, obviously with a little bit of a reserved judgment because look next year Tennessee game thats a rookie year for him first 10, 11 games that'll be his 16th game of the season week 11 you got to understand that the kid is still a rookie. He is still very young, and this is still a quarterback who is learning and under trying to understand what defenses are going to do to him. Now, he may have a great sophomore sophomore year, but defenses will start to adjust to him. So it's an ever evolving position. It's an ever evolving NFL, but certainly so far so good. If you're the Denver Broncos with their young quarterback. Lastly, before we get to the defense, and I want to talk about it is the trenches. You know, we were very curious to see what it was going to be like with Juwan James, Garrett Bowles, another year under Mike Munchek. What's going to happen with the center position? So there was a lot to discuss. How does Graham Glasgow, the the new right tackle, the excuse me, the new right guard look? We obviously heard of the immediate news of Juwan James and him opting out, moving Eli- Elijah Wilkinson over, meaning no more competition at left tackle to push Garrett Bowles. Overall, um, you know, it hasn't been officially named, but look, in my eyes, I think it's very clear, Lloyd Cushenberry is your center. I feel good about the idea of trotting out Graham Glasgow, Lloyd Cushenberry third and Dalton Reisner in the interior. I actually feel very good about that. A little worried to a lot worried when you look at the tackle positions, Elijah Wilkinson and Garrett Bowles. We talk about this a lot, how Von Miller always wrecks practice. Uh, A guy of Von Miller's caliber, look, obviously tremendous player and very, very active and uh, excellent at getting to the pass rush. This is a guy who has ate Elijah Wilkinson's lunch, Practice after practice after practice. Now, you could say that's because Von Miller is this tremendous pass rusher. Very understandable. What it also means is that Elijah Wilkinson may not be up to that caliber. And the problem is, is particularly in the AFC West, you got some very good pass rushers all over the place. From Las Vegas to L.A. to Kansas City, there are great pass rushers. And will Elijah Wilkinson be able to hold his own? I've said this about the tackle position for a long time now. You don't, I will take all pro play. I will take Pro Bowl play. But what I need is competency. That's what I need. I need somebody that you can rely upon at the tackle position on the edge to give Drew Locke more than three seconds three, four seconds in in the ability to him to scan the field so that he's not feeling rushed, particularly as a young quarterback, I need that time. I need that competency. And if that means chipping with the running back, that means chipping with the running back. If that means adding in a little bit of a max protection look, whatever may be the case, you got to do it. But the problem is, is you start to look at how this team is crafted and you say, okay, we like what we got at wide receiver. We like what we got at quarterback. We like what we got at running back. We didn't even talk about the running back position. I think Melvin Gordon and Phillip Lindsay are going to be a tremendous duo this year. But then you start to look at the offensive line. You say, okay, I like the interior, but the outsides, kind of this side kicker, maybe the difference, maybe the biggest needle mover on this football team this year, not counting Drew Locke. Okay? The quarterback you kind of take out of this. You know equation, because when you talk about needle movers, the quarterback is always number one. But when it comes to anybody not named Drew Locke, the tackle positions easily, the biggest needle mover from 7 wins to 11 wins. You want to talk about the difference between the two? I think you're talking about either great or poor tackle play. Because if they get great tackle play, they have the offensive weapons, they have the artillery, they have the explosiveness, And I think they got the right guy calling the plays to have a very good offense that scores upwards of 23, 24, 25 points per game in their first year together, which in in this case would be fringe top 10, somewhere into that 7 through 10 range. Look, you pair that with a great defense. You like that. You like that combo a lot. That's a combo, by the way, that can get you in the postseason. But again, the needle can flip easily from 11 wins back to 7 just simply with poor offensive line play. And Elijah Wilkinson and Garrett Bowles are going to be the focused, under-the-microscope players because they play at the tackle position, and particularly they haven't played well. Quite frankly, they haven't played well. I'm not going to excuse any of them because they have not played well in the past. They have a lot to prove, and particularly for Garrett Bowles, not only a lot to prove this year, but for his really his football career. This is a guy who has been plagued in the past with – Uh, Just a lot of issues, a lot of um, downright poor play, poor fundamentals, whatever way you want to describe it. That has been an issue for him this year, and this is the year he's got to shake that or else his career is going to be up in smoke. It is the Morocco's Blitz podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. And I tell you what, with football right around the corner, there really is no better place to get in on all the action than with our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook. Look, here's the deal. America's top-rated sportsbook app to celebrate the return of football. DraftKings giving you all users. Did you hear that? All users. A no Trainer to start the season, listen up, because you do not want to miss this one. Have you ever heard of a football team losing by 100 points? Think of that, okay? Have you heard of a football team ever losing by 100 points? Probably not, all right? Well, week one, DraftKings is ensuring that even if Kansas City were to lose in historic fashion, you would still cash on your bet. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook has moved the spread to Kansas City Plus 101 points for all users. Did you hear that? All users. So, even if Kansas City loses by 100 points, you still win big. With DraftKings Sportsbook, it's a no-brainer. Okay, look at that. On top of this, an amazing offer. DraftKings giving away up to $100 million in prizes for all users who enter their free football survivor pool all you have to do is sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook enter their survivor pool and you'll instantly get a share up to 100 million dollars in giveaways download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code MHS to take advantage of this this is a complete no-brainer guys no-brainer of an offer Promo code MHS to get in on the action for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms and conditions and restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Again, seriously, have you ever heard of a football team losing by 100 points? Week one, I know it's hard to bet on Kansas City. I know it is. Okay? But you're going to get plus 101 points. All users. I'm doing it now. Go check it out. It's terrific. All right, I want to switch gears and focus on the defense. This is a defense that I think a lot of people are expecting big things out of. Big, big things out of. The one thing that I will caution for this team is, you know, if you expect a defense that is top five, dynamite, Uh, no holds bar, getting all kinds, you know, uh, no fly zone-esque type deal. I think you're, I don't want to say you're barking up the wrong tree, but I think we are also going to see a defense that may not meet high, high expectations. It has been nice to see the acquisition of Jarrell Casey as well as A.J. Boye. It has been nice to see the return of Shelby Harris and a healthy Bradley Chubb, or else, at least so far, uh, unfortunately, at that stadium practice, hurting his knee, had to ice it. Precautionary doesn't seem like it's serious. I think we would have heard news already if it was serious, but we have not. But the one thing I think that I still, maybe until proven otherwise, is I need to see a lot of the inconsistencies the communication something deeper than just the x's and o's illustrated on the field Last year, they had many issues in communication, particularly in the secondary. Chris Harris Jr. to Kareem Jackson, Chris Harris Jr. uh, to Isaac Yadam, to Justin Simmons, the safeties to each other. There was a lot of issues there. It resulted in a lot of points being scored, the top taken off of the defense. And you can't have a complete defense if you have those basic mistakes. Now, history has shown that year two Vic Fangio defenses they go upwards. Stocks go up, okay? They're spiking in success. But it and, and I think we could anticipate an improvement, but until it's put on paper. And I I'm a little bearish on this because I I just I like to see things play out. I want to look, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you. I want to believe that this is a top 5 defense. Okay? I want to believe it. But until I actually see it, I'm still worried about Isaac Yadam as a number three or Devonta Harris or Devonte Bosby. I mean, whoever you put. At the number three position, I'm still a little scared. And quite frankly, I'm still a little scared of Bryce Callahan. Staying healthy throughout the entire year and now playing on the outside. I like him in the slot. I like him on the inside. Is he going to be able to defend on a consistent basis outside? Is A.J. Boye going to be able to run with some of the best wide receivers in the NFL as a pure one on an island, don't need any safety help kind of guy? I don't know if that's the case. Now, the Broncos pass rush can certainly help this out. This is where the Denver Broncos pass rush can take those secondary guys, make them look a lot better than they actually are because you have somebody who is getting to the passer really, really quickly. The problem is is that you had a lot of that last year. You have arguably a better staff this year, so hopefully it improves. But again, you're also looking at a team that had Bradley Chubb last year for the first four games, had Von Miller last year uh, soaking up double teams had Derek Wolf had Shelby Harris and yet getting to the quarterback to force kind of turnovers and unfortunate situations for the offenses they came few and far between and you also saw some quarterbacks earlier in the season I'm gonna point out Derek Carr's performance where he kind of figured it out against this Broncos team figured it out where short quick game and you know just get the ball out death by paper cuts kind of beat you if, if you're a Denver defense. So I, I want to see this defense kind of cause havoc, right? Is wreak havoc on the quarterback. And you know what? Sometimes that may result in gambling and missing. But I want to see a defense that gets after the quarterback, is sending extra guys. And if that means every once in a while, you got to put Bryce Callahan on the number two wide receiver, and maybe Bryce gets beat. It is what it is. That's the that's the the gamble that you live with. Because if you're a Broncos fan, I, I think you want to see a defense this year that causes those turnovers. You want to see a team that not only sacks the quarterback, but Forces bad throws into the air that are easily intercepted by the safeties. Or we're getting back to the old strip sack of Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, kind of meeting at the quarterback. It seems like the last year or two, I don't want to say it's disappeared, but it's kind of waned away. You know, Bradley Chubb's rookie year, boy, that was that was all we talked about. You know, meeting at the quarterback, and then all of a sudden, obviously the injury playing a big part of it. But even with Vaughn Miller's case, you know, I think last year up to Vaughn Miller's standards was not the the kind of year that he would like, understandably. Now, uh, I'm not going to come here and say Von Miller is uh, a past his prime because I don't think that's the case. I actually think this guy is hungrier than ever and is a player who is going to be getting after the quarterback this year, maybe in different ways than we ever thought. And I think that's where a big X factor on the season is. You know, Von Miller's always been known as this finesse, kind of, you know, go around the edge at these incredible, like, scientific angles that defy gravity, where he's leaning at, like, a 45-degree angle, and he's going around pass rushers, he's swim-moving, spinning, doing all these crazy things to get after the quarterback. I think you're going to see a Von Miller who can bull rush this year. It's just simply know that when he's stronger than the offensive lineman, he's going to go right through him, And that could be a big, big kicker for the Denver Broncos this year because I'm not really sure if they've ever had that guy over the last couple years, right? Bradley Chubb kind of fits a little bit of that mold. Bradley's got, Bradley's got an all around game, you know, a a very solid guy against the pass, against the run, Uh, somebody who can go through you, but around you, but he's not, he's not amazing at any of that. He's just a good all around linebacker, edge rusher. Vaughn Miller has always been known as that finesse guy. And to see him bulk up Better conditioning. So now in the fourth quarter, this is a guy who's really wreaking havoc when it matters against a tired offensive lineman. He's been kind of studying and understanding the cadences of the lineman he's been going up after, uh, you know, snap after snap, quarter after quarter, and now all of a sudden maybe those fourth quarter missed sacks against Gardner Minshew, against Mitchell Trubisky last year, become sacks this year drive-enders, uh, game-winners, and all of a sudden, now you look, I mean, let's just take those two situations that I brought up last year. If Von Miller gets to the quarterback, all of a sudden, we're looking at a 7-9 and nine team become 9-7. and seven. I mean, that's the margin of difference between those two records, and then maybe Denver gets into the postseason. Maybe Denver gets a little bit more of a boost. I, I don't know, but certainly, look, uh, a big, big deal for the Denver Broncos moving forward if they can get that kind of success once again from him. So a lot to like, I think. If you are a Broncos fan, I mean when we're talking about the hype for a season, this is one of the I I think few seasons where there is a lot of optimism, and it's almost exclusive from local level to national level. There's a lot of expectations for the Broncos to be back in the postseason, and there's a lot of uh, pieces you like from Jerry Judy to Drew Locke, maybe a quarterback he can finally believe in. I, I think there is just so much to, uh, you know, there's there's so much to be excited about. Maybe simply put, there's just so much to be excited about. And I think that's great because for the uh, Bronco fans, unfortunately last year, Joe Flacco was nothing to get excited about. Uh, uh, Case Keenan was nothing to get excited about. It's been a long time. Since we had that and finally Denver fans do have that and I think it's going to be great to experience that we will continue to experience that and give that to you on the Broncos Blitz podcast and I certainly hope that you follow along and if you ever have a question throughout the season as we transition this podcast to go five days a week starting next week we will be talking about of course everything for the Broncos whether it be uh, them and uh, the 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 good, the bad, I'm gonna give you the no sugar coating here on the podcast. If you ever have questions, you can email me, uh Ronnie at milehighsports.com, or of course you can DM on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's where we will continue to get your feedback. That's where we will share the podcast, and of course on the many different locations that you can find this podcast, whether it be Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes Spotify, or Mile High Sports. Com. Got a nice little podcast coming up also about Drew Locke, um, what I observed and kind of dive in deep to Drew Locke and share what I saw during training camp as we are T-minus two weeks away from opening day or I should say opening night of the Denver Broncos and Tennessee Titans Monday night. Football is back. It's going to be great. Very excited, and I think if you are a Broncos fan, uh, certainly it's just good to see football back in general. So, again, the Broncos Blitz podcast is presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook. If you would like to download the app, use the promo code MHS, get in on that. Basically free. I, look, I'm not. I, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this. It's free money, but it's basically free money. I mean, it really is. It's amazing the things that they're doing over there. Go check that out. And then, of course, uh, with our friends at DraftKings we will be talking about them all year long we will be talking about good Bronco bets as well too we may do like a a bet friday or something like that kind of mix it up on the podcast so hopefully you enjoy that we will be giving you daily podcasts starting next week it's going to be a lot of fun and hopefully you follow along on Twitter as well too at Ronnie K Radio that's at R O N N I E letter K Radio on Twitter and of course on the many different locations that you can find this podcast it is the Bronco Splits podcast presented by DraftKings Americas top rated sports book, Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify and or milehighsports.com. That's milehighsports.com. Later y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit milehighsports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.